A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, welcome to the Flats and Shanks uh, podcast. My name is uh, David Flatman, a.k.a. Flats. He's Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Been watching The Last Kingdom. Um, is there a new series, is there? Uh, no, there isn't, but I watched series one and yeah. then got distracted by probably loads of other great stuff like Housewives, Orange County, sort of stuff. Uh, I've got back into it. Been, Looks like Jack Noel, doesn't he? Been plowing through him. Yeah. It's just cool, mate. does yeah. look a lot like Jack Noel. You're right, but... Really enjoying it. Jack Noel got married last weekend, I think. I saw on Instagram. Did he? Congratulations. I think he did. He looked amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, amazing. I saw his stag do, dressed up in a Munster kit. It's class, that. It's Apparently, they're doing line-outs, like in, in the yeah, fan zone. Yeah. Of course they were. Of course they were. Have um, you you know when like, we go on stag do's, and, or when you're younger, you do like line-outs in, in a bar. I remember doing line-outs to... Um, who was... What, he was in Neighbours... Kennedy, the dad. Nick Kennedy. Is it Nick Kennedy? No. Doctor, that, Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Kennedy. Kennedy yeah. Dr. I can't Kennedy. remember his first name. But Carl. Carl Kennedy, that's it. He's actually in a band and he came across to Carl. I uh, was, was gigging in Walkabout. I remember doing it. That was the last time I remember doing line outs. Just oh in the middle God. of Walkabout. Have you, uh, have you ever been lifted in a line out? No. Imagine me landing. Well, you bring him down slowly, don't you? Yeah, the house, who's going to bring me down slowly? I don't know. Can't bring props down slowly. They're like it's like the cannonball. Um, no, um, I haven't. No, don't want to either. Don't okay. want to. Okay, I'm anti things that might injure me these days. Although, like Leonard and Abugu could do it. Oh god, <laughs> cooch! I've been. Um, I'm going to Zip World in a few weeks in Northern Wales. Do you have to generally now? Is there a weight limit on there, mate? Killing me. It's 120 kilos, and I've got to get below 120 in three or four weeks. It's quite take? hard for me. Laxatives, <laughs> yes. Extreme dehydration. Hey, Harry, old I'm friend. <laughs> I'm going for extreme dehydration. Yeah, exactly. Once you eat up, we'll tell you. Eat some raw prawns. That would do yeah. the job. So I might. I yeah. I need a bout of that, but it, it's not. It, we'll see. Are you looking forward we'll to see. it? Do you like stuff like that? I hate heights, uh, but I'm. I do all that stuff with the kids. I've done the blimmin' high ropes, the zip wires. I've done the normals it was i've done hot air balloon rides with both the kids older girls so i do it anyway but no i'm not looking forward to it because i don't like heights would you ever do a skydive no why i'd rather do a marathon and i ain't doing a marathon i thought you had done one i thought you liked done a half ah uh, that was it yeah. yeah which i won't do again i mean i just not that it was that hard I just i'm sure a marathon is more than twice as hard but i just don't did you crawl I, over the line? 
No, I just I went. I just jogged really, really slowly all the way around. Yeah, and, like a recovery jog. Yeah, exactly. It really yep. slow, really slow schlep, and I just I got back and was absolutely fine. I wasn't even that tired because I just went so slowly, and it was like, well, I'm not going to flog myself here because I'll pop my calf or my Achilles and just enjoy it, soak up the atmosphere. If I went as hard as I possibly could, I still would have taken about seven hours. So what's the, what's the difference? I don't. I don't think I could run a half marathon right now because your knee or just your lungs fitness lungs you need yeah. miles in your legs well i didn't do much training see but if someone asked me to skip like super fast for two minutes no problem i'm, re- I'm becoming a really good skipper like proper good are you yeah like frank bruno look like i could be a boxer skipping sort of yeah not as good as that not as good as a girl on instagram who Dance she's amazing it. yeah I, I can't let go of a handle and claw it back sort of thing but you know the you she's know the amazing boxers do with their legs it's like i'm yeah. dancing mate it's basically like you're a too, rave. you've got very you know muscly legs so this isn't an insult but you're too bottom heavy to be a boxer <laughs> you need you need skinny legs i'm not skinny but your, your legs are too big to be yeah. a boxer lee Byrne would be all right then wouldn't he oh god yeah ryan jones both be yeah pretty decent yeah Basically, yeah, anyone who has to wear two pairs of socks to play rugby could be a boxer. <laughs> someone told me once, it might have been a stitch up from someone like Leon Lloyd. I can't remember. Someone told me once that Martin Corrie wore two pairs of socks because yeah. his calves were so small. Yeah. And I didn't realise it was a... I said, I'll ask him. He don't, he don't care. And I remember asking him. He looked at me like, what? What did you say? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. and he said something along the lines of, yeah, you've got, you got big calves, mate, but you're shit. I was like, all right. I was, I was not, sorry, clarifying. Yeah, I was just, I was just asking, but I was like nineteen, and you don't, you didn't mess with cars in those days. Ex-marine um, Martin Corry. Oh, is he? Form, was he from Marine? I don't know. I think he was. Nails bloke. I mean, he yeah. wasn't being nasty, by the way. He was a very nice man, except when you played against him, he wasn't so nice. But um, yeah, um, look, how are you, fella? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I finished well done, slow horses, so. That was a, how good. That was an achievement over the weekend. Yes, and even better that they've got another series coming out. Oh, I can't wait! So cannot wait. He's amazing in it. Oh, just I just loved every minute of that show. Every minute, boy. Mm. I mean, one of our one of our mates, Ben Backhouse, hated it. But. Yeah, but he recommended that funny show. I've forgotten what it's called, and you're like, this is garbage. Recommended he recommended three shows. The garbage. He likes a lot of supernatural stuff, that guy. Oh, and cryptocurrency. Just, yeah, so. he does. And also mm. comedy that it's all subjective, isn't it? But it's not funny. Um, I think he loves Mrs. Brown's boys, probably. <laughs> I played um, golf against uh, the uh, the main character, Mrs. Brown. Did you? I, know, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I don't think He's it's funny. funny. Lots of people boy. like to talk about how it's not funny. It's very, very successful. So we are wrong. We just don't find it funny. Or I don't. But it's like... Whenever you, whenever you hear people talk like Coldplay, it. Coldplay just get hammered all the time and you're like, they are unbelievably successful and popular. I think it's just negative voices ring louder, don't they? Yeah, maybe. I, I like Coldplay. I like, I like a lot of stuff. There's not much I don't like. Um, management talk. hate that. Voice of that. But um, Let me tell you what I did, mate, this week. Before we just go off on a tangent, I went to Wentworth and it was beautiful. Lived up to everything I thought it would be. And more. Yeah. Yeah. It's a type of place. It's a type of place. I'd just love to go for lunch because the menu was brilliant. You know, we ate at the bar. Um, Breakfast was delightful. Coffee was good. No complaints whatsoever. Saw Paul O'Connell there. He was doing a little tour. Uh, Was he? Yeah. Yeah, a um, little talk or a tour. Little tour, golfing tour. He'd been at Sunnydale the day before, and had a little chat with him. And I said, "All right, Paul." He went, "Hi, um, um, uh, Shanks." I said, "Shanks, yeah." So he got my name right in the end. But, you know, we we lions make no five, so we had that look. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that told me to pull my shorts up high. For the photo, for the team photo, he said, come on, let's pull our shorts up high. So we pulled them up really high because I stood next to him, like as high as I could. 
like way above my belly button, just under my chest. Yeah. And I didn't know he'd pulled his down. <laughs> so like the greatest achievement of my career for the team photo, my shorts are um, like yeah. perfect up around my chin. Perfect. Stitched up, stitched up. Um, yeah, but perfect. he was there. Saw um, John Terry and his wife, Tony. I think it's Tony. Yep. Um, I JT know. and TT, yeah. Yeah. Popping in for a bit of food. Um, I met him at a dinner once and he was absolutely lovely and I watched him play live for Chelsea. Yeah. And what I will say is, I mean, a lot of people listening to this podcast will have been to Premier League football matches, but go to one if you haven't watched the top players. You know they're brilliant. They're so much more brilliant than you realise. He was unbelievable when I watched them. Yep. yep. Wow. I can see that. Um, but it was... Excellent, mate. Loved it. We had caddies as well. A guy called Pete. Lovely. That's all I know. Um, Pete, that'll do. Yeah. Pete the pole. That's yeah, as okay. far as we got. Kept saying I like that. I said, oh, I'm thinking, oh, cup on the left. He went, yeah, I like, I like that. that. I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking what nine nine. Like, boy? Thinking nine nine. It's going to come out a little bit high out the rough. You know, it's not going to stop on the grid. I like that. Basically just said he likes anything. Like I said. Just went, yes, man. Okay, like me now. Um, but, so I'm glad, I'm glad you oh, enjoyed mate, it, boy. So much fun. I was, so I was, much fun. I was Great course. For you. Great course. How'd you um, play? Bucket list stuff. Okay, okay. Started off good. I had a few average holes in the middle where I didn't have a shot into the green, but came back strong and nailed. Must have been about 10 foot putt for the half at the end, so we drew. I say 10 foot, it's probably only about four foot, but you know what it's like, isn't it? After you score a try. Yeah becomes longer so really enjoyed it just desperate to play there again but no I won't get a chance for a bit somewhere yeah. I think you should look at buying mate is around there it'd suit you I should look at buying yeah some lovely houses Christ with what Harry Kane <laughs> Harry. <laughs> insta tags I don't know <laughs> Harry Kane's got a place there, apparently. Oh, perfect. I'll buy next door to him then. But he's going to knock it down. And I didn't see a bad house there at all. So, Yeah, lovely, lovely spot. Yeah, I've I've known people that have lived around there, Tommy, but I've never, you know, it's not an option for me. Bit of a commute to the kids' school as well, to be honest. That was the I'm highlight of my week. That was Did, you clean your clubs? Did you clean your clubs before you went up there? You got my little boy to clean them. Yeah, we had a little day on the Sunday together. Oh, cleaned them outside. So cute. Hurt his hand on a wire brush, though. Well, look over that, won't he? Yeah, it'd be fine. Just lost a finger, but he's going to have to, isn't he? Don't need it. Oh, um, well done, fella. So, stuff. yeah, that that was that was nice. Then, that, yeah, that'll do, mate. Then I uh, covered the Osprey Scarlets for Premier Sport on Saturday. And how was it? Now, let me tell you, this was probably the best game of um, with, with the Welsh team being in the URC this year. Had everything. Yep. Like relativity, you know, just you can't explain it. Just enjoy it, and it, and it happened, just yep. like the game. Uh, and the Scots were ten points ahead in the first half, and the score finished up. So it was twenty four fourteen at halftime. Yeah, um, Scarlets were were on top pretty well, to be fair, and it ended fifty four thirty six. There were 13 tries through Boy. it. And it was brilliant to watch. Boy. Brilliant. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, there were some real good performances. Dowie Lake, I thought, was the best player on the field. He, He's a good old boy, he is. Yeah. How, he, how hard he carried. Yeah. Never, ever um, goes quiet. Always offers himself. And a lot of the carries were going into heavy traffic. But just the pace and the aggression he carried with and... He ended up scoring, I think, two tries. Um, so he won uh, player of the match. There was a yellow card which uh, to Corey Baldwin, which essentially killed the game for the Scarlets because Osprey scored three tries. But Gareth Hanscom was back to his best, probably the best game I've seen him play. Uh, Reese Webb. Wales have to be looking at Reese Webb now. Surely they do because... The bloke's performed all season. And the reason he hasn't been in before is because they didn't view him as starting or as coming off the bench. So what was the point of having, however, 32, 33-year-old in the squad if you're not going to play him? You know, you're better off inviting the youngsters in to, to gain experience because 
he's obviously got the experience, so you don't want a player like that, really. I don't yep. think, just to hold bags in a squad. But he's got to be knocking on the door yep. of, you know, a, a 50-50 really between him and Tomas Williams at the moment. And he was he was up against Gareth Davis as well. Yeah. So, and it, it was brilliant. brilliant Either for, one of those two coming off the bench would be hard work as well. Brilliant because... It's about the shield, um, which whilst Jimmy is going to qualify for the, uh, which, which is going to win the shield, which gets you through to top tier European competition, yeah, um, and also for places in the summer tour. So, you know, George North came off the bench and looked really good, looked strong, and he's been out for a long time. So you just you just want him to get through games, but he actually probably did a little bit more than we thought he would do, yeah. and probably played a little bit longer than he thought. So. All in all, a great game. Loved watching it. And it's something exactly what Welsh rugby needed because there's not been too many positives this year. But when you get games like that, phenomenal. There's been so many good games of recent and I think a lot of it is down to the conditions you're playing in. You know, it's a little yeah. bit drier now. Um, it's the, the surfaces are a lot firmer and you're getting better games. Yeah. It's no coincidence. You always get good games towards the end of the season. It's not to say it doesn't happen throughout the um, the main season, but you know, the, I'd love to see the percentage of points scored towards the end of the season yeah. as a start because it just... Loosens up. It does loosen up, yeah. but it promotes running rugby weather conditions. Mm. So. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I wonder about the promotion relegation thing as well. I wonder what effect it has on it. So mm. if promotion relegation, at least, and not it's not an issue in the URC, but in the premiership, it's it's a bit like Brexit because you're either aggressively pro or aggressively anti. And it's like, well, there aren't many balanced conversations going on about it. So when someone says, I think there has to be relegation and promotion, because um, there has to be sort of, for want of a better term, a sanction for being the worst team. Um, and there has to be hope for those below, like Ealing or whomever. What happens then is, and then there's, then they cancel relegation and you say I don't agree with it and then there's a couple of good games one week everyone comes out and says oh right so because there's no relegation all the teams are going to give up right wrong it's like no no that that was that's that wasn't what the point everyone was making anyone who thinks pro rugby players just going to stop trying like even Bath we'll talk about that in a minute but Bath at the weekend I don't think they stopped trying I think there were lots of guys putting effort in there were some guys not putting enough effort in I do think that there were lots of guys putting it about but would would it have been 
would the game have looked different if there was relegation? Would there have been more desperation? They might argue no. I think maybe yes. But whether they would or not in terms of physical effort, there is more at stake. All that happened at the weekend was that Gloucester dicked Bath and did their top four chances a bit of good. That's what happened. And it might work out well for Gloucester, might not. All that happens to Bath is they look stupid. They look bad. That's it. There's nothing else happens. And... That means that there is no real, apart from price and the odd sponsor might fancy him a bit less, probably not. It's like there is no real sanction. And then it's like, well, that's good though because the owners are more happy to put more money in without the risk of being... But is money the only way? Is that it? Is is that it? I mean, is that the only reason? And I sort of look at it and think there's been this mad season. The Premiership, not all of it has been high quality, but almost all of it has been brilliant to watch. Like, harem, scarem, massive score lines. And there are people saying, that's because there's no relegation. But Quinn's against Northampton on Friday night. It's nothing to do with relegation. There's loads of games this season that have been brilliant, that have got nothing to do with whether there is or isn't relegation because these teams were never going to really be involved in that. Um, They're too good. So, there's a bit that I actually think Harlequins have had more of an impact in English rugby than people are giving them credit for. I think they Man honestly City. I think they honestly flip the script with the way they played. Yep. I really do. It's at the tone, definitely. Yep. And I think a lot of teams have followed that. Um yep. Gloucester. Really do. Another team that play a lot Northampton. Like, yeah. Massively. And the teams that are kind of stuck at the old bit like Exeter are dropping away a little bit and Yeah, maybe a little bit. You know, but, you look at the teams that are really up there flying, that Sarri's played some amazing stuff. Max Malin scored four at the weekend, you know. Teams are properly, it's not, it, teams are flat out in attack now. And that's not all Quinns. Sarries were brilliant beforehand. But I do think Quinns have had, it's completely unmeasurable, but I think they will have had an, as big an impact as removing relegation, I think. Well, the thing with Bath is their season was over, you know, three, four months ago, basically. Yeah. And yeah. They just can't wait for it to end. Uh, yeah. They've got the comfort of knowing they're not going down. They can rebuild next season, start again. Um, yeah. And a lot of teams are like that. Loads are. The Dragons are like that uh, in the URC. They've not won a home game all year. Zebra was going to be their big <sighs> game uh, yeah. away at the weekend. Lost that, you know, down to 13 men. Discipline was poor. And they're a team that just can't wait to break... Um, you know, refresh mentally, physically, and come back and try and start again. And that's what you get when there's no relegation. You, you are able to switch off. You might not think you are, but you are because, you know, you're secure next year. And, you know, you sort of forget about it, put it under the carpet, put it to the back of your mind, and move on. Whilst relegation, you know, there'll be everybody in that situation, uh, management, owners, players, would be shitting themselves that they could go down and lose their jobs, take pay cuts, the lot. So yeah. subconsciously, it would have an effect on you, I think. Yeah. And I think it, it what it meant was that it didn't mean that Saturday at King's Own wasn't a great spectacle for the rugby viewer. Mm. It just meant that, and an amazing story, but it is, it's just one team battering another team, which is fine in itself. Um, but then I think, well... That game would have had loads more meaning last year. Yeah. Um, it, it, it would have done. And it's like, well, it's almost like getting away with being really poor, kind of getting away with it. And it feels a bit like that. Like, I, 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 I hate seeing a team go down, but it just adds something to that game that was just not there. Like, And it also gives you the drive to come back and not want to go down again. You know, you look at the teams that have yeah. got down and come back up. And, yeah. you know, you, you sort of... It takes you away from what you want to be playing, and you know the big teams in the in the in the Gallagher, and you have to play in the Championship. And you think, ah, yeah, you have to go through the tough times, and it makes you realise you don't want to do it again. I have to right. say, flat, yeah, go on, I, go on. I'm just a massive man fan of um, Mark Atkinson. Yeah, he's mega, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's he is mega. a mega. He's, he's just, it's almost like because he's not, I think, because he's not um, a superstar. Because see. he's not like, what's the, he's not like totaling people like Sonny Bill. No. And he's not, and he's not a cannonball like Marnonu. It's almost like 
he's good, but is he international class? It's like, okay, he's playing against internationals every week. Jonathan Joseph's got 50 caps. He's a lion. Okay, he's playing against internationals all the time. What more can he do than yep. skin people and dominate international players every week at club level? There's not a lot more he can do. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Just um, his, his variety of his I'm game. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the pod, Tommy. We haven't got to press pause, but I'm walking out of the room with my laptop. Okay. I'm walking up the stairs in my house and I'm going to take the podcast to the loo. Okay? Right. I had no choice. We were mid-flow and... I nearly had an accident, okay? Is it so just a one or a two? I want, it's just a onesie. I'm not an animal. Christ. Okay. Just, yeah. um, but everything's all right, okay? You've got a bit of coke to birth of you pushing against your bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a coffee? Is that the problem? No, it's, um, yeah, but it's just wee-wee. It's just wee-wees. Okay. Struggling a bit. Uh, no, I'm okay. Keep the wolf right. from the door. So to speak. This is textbook bathroom. What do you think of the wheelchair axis around Norwich City Centre? <laughs> um, right, here we go. Everything's okay. Okay. So let's carry on. Okay. Do you have a little check down there? Tell me what you're feeling. Everything. <laughs> Just overall relief. Oh, it's like a, it's like not the ending scene from Braveheart <laughs> with William Wallace. Just, I'm not. I'm not going to have to get on the changed. table. Um, and have a shower off the podcast now. Um, right, a couple of quick bits, Tommy. The has it put you off your uh, food? No, God, no, nothing puts me off my food. Um, the you're a bit echoey. Oh, by the way, I, I, I'll tell you about my barbecue in a minute. I did the night; it was amazing. Um, England, uh, England women have won the Grand Slam. Absolutely amazing team. Um, Emily Scarrett got a hundredth cap. Amazing player, legend. Sarah Marley Packer is. I'm afraid my second favourite player, Sarah Byrne, the prop, is still my favourite player. She is in, she's hilarious to watch, mate. Absolutely she's a prop fair. as well. When you say hilarious to watch, is that it's a like compliment? A wo- it is, yeah. It's, a, it's okay. a woman against girls. It's a woman against girls sometimes when she's got the ball in her hands. It's like, yep. she reminds me... Um, of, of a young you. No, nothing like me. She reminds me of Matt Stevens in his pomp at Bath. Ah, okay. He was carrying ball and he was big and strong. And he was so explosive. He was carrying ball and people just could not deal with him at all. Enough to turn That's you on? she's like. I love her. I love her. Um, there's that also. Um, so congratulations to England's women. Absolutely mega. They're the best team. Do you know, Stuart Barnes wrote a column and um, I really agreed with it. And it was one of those things where he's like, look, I'm, I'm going to get told off for being unpatriotic here. Uh, but I think it would actually do the women's game a lot of good if France beat them. And we obviously want England to win. You don't. I did. But it, I think he's right. Like, one thing that undermines the women's game a bit at the moment, and it's no one's fault, is that actually it's not very competitive. <laughs> there aren't that many teams that, there's, you know, France supposedly go toe-to-toe with England. Ireland supposedly. New Zealand hopefully by the next World Cup, although England battered them recently. It's like actually when you've got one team that is so much better than everyone else... It's a bit like a heavyweight division with no competition. It's a bit like, well, who's he going to fight? And it, it, it's flying. Women's rugby is absolutely flying, but that doesn't help it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But as it was, they won and it was great. So that's, okay? that's wonderful. You're okay, Fernando? You seem like you're out of breath. No, I'm okay. I've come back downstairs now. And I wash my hands, let you know. John Arfo is leaving Bristol, the legend, the man, the legend. He's going to Van, I think, in France, which is where Nick Abenden is. Okay. Still so have a good time. How about this? Um, How about this? Yeah. Um, Wales under twenties lost to Italy. Uh, well, Wales men's good, team mate. lost to Italy. The women lost to Italy. They've had the cl- they've had the clean sweep. That's a blue Wales. wash, mm. mate. That's bad for Wales. Good for rugby. That's what I'm saying to you. Mm. Um, Chris Ashton, all time leading oh, I know. try scorer with a hat trick. I mean, yep. come on. Yeah, look fast as well. The last try, yep. then not the last. Try, it might have been the second try where Leicester run the ball out from their own twenty-two. The change of his line. Yep. is superb like it's beautiful That that's just that's exactly how to read a game you know he's looking around he looks over his left shoulder first then he just goes and it's, an, it's a nice ball from Ben Youngs to him it's a blind ball really off the shoulder it's but, lovely though but yeah. just his line change that's why that's why he's so good because he just reads games so well you often get wingers that will finish off tries they they 
they're great. They've got natural ability to evade, stay on their feet, keep the ball alive. But to be able to do that and to be able to have real rugby intelligence like Chris Ashton, that's why he's the top try scorer of all time because he knows where to be at the right time and knows what yep. to do. Exactly Wonderful. what Absolutely to do. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Leicester Tigers smash Bristol 56-26. I mean, yeah, Ellis Genge roaming around. Absolutely brilliant. He had another brilliant game. Class player. Tom Young's tribute to him on the field. Just He's retiring. Oh, uh, Tom Young's. Mega player. Just Don't great, know him, great bloke. Would love t- to take it him. from me, boy. He's just... If you, if you had a rugby club and he was a hooker and you could buy him, you'd buy him. Anyone that starts off at centre and then turns to hooker, yeah, I, I have to applaud. I'll take my hat. Hat he's so nice because he's so hard, right? Super he's such hard. an hard bloke, and he's so nice. Do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. I wish he were, you almost wish he was horrible, but he's not. He's such a nice bloke. I, I, I've only you know spent little bits of time with him here and there, but just a bloke like Ben really just love, just lovely company, and he's had an amazing career. Good on him. Back Jack Bates looks quick, mate, for Bristol. Wow, didn't he look quick? Yeah, that little, they weren't ready for him, were they? A little hitch kick. Yeah, they didn't know, did they? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Like a Marcus Smith, sort of little jump in the air. Just stops yep. you for a second, doesn't it? And then, but quicker. Pff, gone. Mm. When he landed, he was quicker than Marcus Smith. He was rapid. Um, yep. Yeah, the main the main event in the Prem, Tommy, was um, was Gloucester-Bath. Well, actually, on Sunday, there was a 42-all, the highest scoring draw in Premiership history, London Irish Wasps. Yeah. Wasps were flying with not long to go. London Irish pulled it back. I think it's their fifth draw of the season, which is a record. Yeah, random that, isn't it? But Irish, honestly, I've said it before and I say it again. If I was, if I lived in London and I didn't have a season ticket to, and I would have a season ticket to London Irish because they play, as I said to Topsy the other day, one of the teams playing at least is guaranteed to score lots of points. It's sometimes Irish, it's sometimes the other team, sometimes it's both. Great, really good stadium, love it. Really cool, tight stadium, really good team to watch. I think it's a great day out that. Um, But the main event, of course, was Gloucester Bath. We're going to gloss over it, so we're not here all day. But the Gloucester Bath thing um, is probably worth a chat. Have you seen it? Seen the highlights of all? Yeah, of course I have. Of course you have. It's prepping it. Um, yeah, the 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 best illustration for me was Mark Atkinson's try, where he wanders through and there's Underhill makes a big hit. He was immense, Sam Underhill. Yeah, he was saw a couple of big hits. Wow, on a mission, and he nailed Adam Hastings behind the gain line. Really good shot. Hastings bundles gets the ball away. Atkinson picks up and just runs in unopposed. There's no Sam Underhill's gone up, made a massive hit. There's no one anywhere near him. Yeah. No one anywhere near him. Could my, a little observation, and I'm not sure if this is correct or not, but there's a lot of Bath players that love to attack. Like they really do. Like all they want to do is offense, but defense just not overly keen. And I don't know whether generalising now um, I see it more so from the backs but there's there's no one I look at and think right you, you want a big man stopper you want to hit a player and just stop him dead like you want to get excited by it I, I just don't see that I see a lot of players that want to play exciting rugby ball in hand on the front foot but that's only you know 50% of the game the other 50% you've got to defend and you've got to do it well and you've got to be aggressive and, you, and you've got to be just as good as you are in defence as you are in attack and the great teams are like that. I just, I think Bath just want to, just want to attack a lot of the time and they don't want to roll their sleeves up too much and not be nasty, but just be aggressive. I don't know. Do you think that? Um, uh, n- I actually don't. Okay. Um, I think there's, as in any team, there are some lads who are not as good at defending as others. I think talking more in the backs now than the forwards. By the way, okay, yeah, in the backs, I mean nine doesn't really count. Um, let's go through them. I'm looking at the team now. So ten Cipriani. I mean, as I said on the highlight show, look, I, I've said Cipriani is a genius and he's wonderful a hundred times as often as anyone else on the TV because and on this podcast because some of the things he has done in this league ball in hand have just been sensational like and stuff that even the best players couldn't match he is there were days when he was completely unplayable and the was he hasn't he's been injured a bit at bath which isn't his fault um head knocks and all that stuff but when he's played he hasn't been supplied with a huge amount of great ball but when when he does have the ball and when he doesn't what he doesn't look to me is physically flat out into it he doesn't look like that um so i would say at the weekend 
no, defensively, didn't look like he was going to put his body in the line if that's what it took. Didn't look like that. Will Muir on the wing is a big, abrasive, hard bloke. Max Clark is a big, abrasive, hard bloke. Jonathan Joseph, mm. probably you'd call him... Well, Max Clark is, mate, he's big and aggressive. And... Why, why, why aren't we seeing it there, mate? Like, no, I'll get, I'll get to that in a sec. I've got a theory. Okay. Jonathan Joseph is or has been a world-class defender at 13. Thokken Singer is massive, mega powerful with the ball. Without it, haven't seen him knock people around. And de Glanville is not a huge bloke, but he's very brave. I think you've actually got... What you've got there is a group of lads who, if they played for other teams would look like really good defenders because they're brave and strong as, as as a rule, as a rule. But not all of them. But I think they're it, defensively, they are so shot to pieces in terms of systems, confidence, communication, coaching. They are so far off. Like, do you know, the, the, the reason I say it is no one has ever doubted Tom Dunn in defence. Like he would, he'd knock a cow over, like yeah. a big hitting bloke, mega hard bloke. Right, he is a mega hard bloke, super aggressive guy. Without the ball, with the ball, he's good. Without the ball, is his real strength. When Atkinson runs around into space around Underhill, the next defender in line is Tom Dunn, and he's miles away from Sam Underhill, miles away. Tom Dunn is literally his USP is how hard he tries. That is why he is in that team. He buries people in the tackle, and he tries unbelievably hard. That is what he does, and he's nowhere near for me. If it had been another player, I'd have said they're not trying hard enough. Because it's Tom Dunn, and I've watched him so many times, and I've known him since he was younger, so I know what he's about. He was there when I was there. I know what he's about. He is nails. And the fact that he's not there means that their concentration is gone, their systems, organisation is gone. They're shot to pieces. So it's like if you put him in the right place, it has smashed Atkinson because he's a big tackler. He was nowhere near. So some of that, easy, I think it's too easy to say they're not trying. I think they just, they're in a lot, it's days. They're so, they're so far off where Gloucester were that they actually just froze. I think they almost just froze. Like Charlie Yule's flying around, Mike Williams flying around, you know, Miles Reed flying around, Toby Falatow having almost no impact on the game, but flying around, trying to tack, track him back with amazing tap tackles on the line. Like, it's not that there is no effort. I think it's too easy to say they gave up. I think some of the players aren't just, they're not as good at rugby as the Gloucester players at the moment. They're just not as good. They're not as well coached. They're nowhere near as confident with good reason. They're not as organised. They just look shot to pieces. If you put almost, almost any of those players in the Gloucester team, they would look twice as good. Most of them, I think. Um, so, you know, it's that. that's what I think. Okay. Well, what do you reckon? Um, I just don't think there's enough grunt, especially in those backs. I think they're, I think your, your back line is all quite similar. All like to attack. No one really yeah. wants to defend as much. You know they they all they want to do the champagne stuff, and sometimes you need that mix of of aggression and defence as well. You need a big lump in there to just either wrap up tackles or or to put a big big shot in to win a turnover. They they all seem like they just want to all just fancy attacking, really. Um, and I, I get your point about a lot of it down to, to confidence and systems and being in the wrong place. You know, so they want to make tackles, but they're in the wrong place. And sometimes then you end up over chasing and trying too hard. And then you open up your inside shoulder or, or you just miss someone. But I don't know. I just, it's really hard to put a finger on because you look at the team and you look at the squad they've got. It's not shoddy. No. By any means. It's really good. But No, it's good. and mm. it. But there are there are players in there that, the other thing is you've got, I'm just looking at the teams now. So say it, Lou said prop, right? You've got Harry Elrington for Gloucester and you've got Valerie Morisov for Russia. You've got uh, Gotazev for uh, tight Ed, the Russian for Gloucester and uh, Fia at tight Ed for Bath, right? The, these are not star players. These are good players, obviously, but they're not star players. They're not, you know, Elrington is playing really well so is Godzilla they're playing really well but they got better and better as the season's gone on they have arrived at Gloucester and have improved 
people are not haven't arrived at Bath and improved for a very long time. And you know, these are guys. So Morisov and Fear are not what you would call guaranteed. They're not first choice players at a top six yeah. Premiership club players. I mean, I'm being I'm, sounds horrible. They're just not. Um, but you could make them that if you had the coaching in place. You can improve people. I don't think any of these guys is really getting better. That's they're not getting better, yep. which is they need a new coaching team. In fairness, you know, I think it was I can't remember when it was announced, but before I think it was before Christmas. You know, it was Stuart Hooper has got Johan Van Graan and Ferreira is it the defence coach for months. He's got he's got these guys coming in for next season, but it's almost like this season can't end soon enough. Like, it's just horrendous. Spoke to Johan Van Graan on the URC Unloaded show on Wednesday. Oh yeah, what's he like? Yeah. Call me Shanks. So like to straight away. Oh, you know, you know the brand. You know the brand. Actually, really engaging bloke. Like, was he? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why. You sound I surprised. Just because he's South African, mate. Yeah. Some of them are right. Maybe you know. I did. But sometimes, you know, you watch you watch coaches interview, and you know they they're on the back foot. Really, they don't want to give anything away. But he was really relaxed. Um, obviously, helps with Munster doing well at the moment. You know, they've got. Um, Doing pretty, they, they hammered Cardiff on Friday, I think it was, or Saturday, and they've also got uh, they're also in, in the top uh, quarterfinals in Europe as well. I think they got yeah, Toulouse, Toulouse they? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. big things. Yeah. I'm going out to Toulon this weekend actually to do um, Toulon Irish, which um, I'm actually quite looking forward to that because yeah. Toulon are not great at the moment, but it's a cool place and um, it's a couple of nights away. Might meet a mate for dinner and um, Irish, just great to watch, mate. Yeah, great to watch. Never know what's going to happen, which I quite like. Um, hey, well done, lad. So big changes at uh, Bath coming. Um, what about, uh, let's just touch on Northampton Quinns because that was an excellent game. Loved oh, it all the way through. Yeah. Like both teams. Yes, brilliant game. Just just love running rugby. You know, yeah, and Hugh Jones at fullback. I yeah, mean, I know. And he's had to, he's had to re-identify himself really. Um in a different position because he started off as a centre and he's he's been good at centre for Scotland but there were a lot of centres coming through a lot of Scottish centres and he looked and he thought well it's, well, it's Stuart Hogg at 15 who else really is there so he's come back as uh, as a 15 and you've got to take your hat off to him again I've said the second time I've said that uh, because you know he's he's stuck at it he's come through and there's a lot to learn at 15 of position wise yeah um, you know, there's a lot of extra running as well. So I think he's doing a brilliant job because if anything does happen to Stuart Hogg, then you, you sort of think, well, you're the next in line. To yeah, I think you're right. And it's like, oh, Mike, Mike, Brown's, Mike Brown's injured. Oh, Mike Brown's not here. Oh, no, Tyrone Green. Wow, he's amazing. Tyrone yep. Green's injured. Oh, no, Hugh Jones. Wow, yep. he's amazing. He's fast as well. Yeah. He's really yeah, fast. Yeah, he's probably quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, he's, he's just great to watch. Love him. I thought uh, James Grayson had a really good game. Really good. I just, I just love. I mean, Hutchinson's the obvious one to talk about, and I thought Furbank did some lovely things. Dingwall. But I love Fraser Dingwall. Oh, so do I. So do I. Good player. How sharp is their attack as well? When you've yeah, got beautiful. When you've got Grayson, Hutchinson, Dingwall, you know, got really good distributors, really good runners, balanced. You don't often see them dying with the ball. It's either stepping inside, offloading, uh, or popping it off the ground. You know. Rarely do you see them sort of head down, driving their legs, which essentially means you're out. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say something to you now, boy. What? Proctor on the wing, the, the key plays a bit of centre and wing. He's a powerful guy, but he's not huge. There is not a huge bloke in their back line. Nine no. to fifteen. No, there's not. There is not one. Nope. Just really good players. Yep. Threatening players who are brave in defence. Yep. Um, Joe March and flip back after the chip ahead. Oh. <sighs> good. One of those guys, though, you watch him move and you're like. If he'd never done a standing like front flip or something, you, he could pick it up in about twenty seconds. He looks like one of those guys who physically could do anything he wanted. Yep. So well put together and coordinated, and in such perfect nick, like just looks. He's just he looks like a perfect specimen, doesn't he? And he's the sort of guy that everyone gets hurt in rugby and everyone gets injured, but he's one of those guys who could just ride rugby's just how hard rugby is. He can just ride it because he's yep. just got most amazing. I'm sure it's a lot of hard work, but the genetics as well, you know. Luke Wallace, I felt, was a little bit hard done by for the penalty. His hands do touch the ground. And it's one of those that if he's in that position and gets hit off the ball, 
it's no penalty. But because he's got his hands on the ball yep. after touching the ground, yeah, um, it was given for. I mean, it's by letter of the law, that is a penalty because you can't support your own weight. You have to support your own weight. Sorry, you can't use your hands. But it's only a for a moment that his hands do touch the ground. Still, was good kick though by um, Grayson. Yeah, big one as well. Yeah, brilliant. I'm pleased for him because. He's a young player. Well, he's not that young anymore, but he hasn't always been first choice there. And they left him out of 23 for a bit. And he's yep. Freeman as well. I love watching. Yeah. Lewis Ludlam's made a massive difference since he came back. Yep. Uh, Mikey Haywood's flying at hooker still after all these years. He's not even that old, I don't think. But he puts it about. Just, I just think they're, I said on the highlight show, they might even be the best team to watch now. And I include Quinns in that. Quinns can't be far off. These might be the two best teams to watch in the league. They're such good value. Their tax's so good. Yeah, and I, Sam Vesti doing the attack at Saints is one of those things that you hope for Saints England don't pick him up, but you hope for England that they do, because he is doing really good things, and it just goes to show it is having an Andre Esterhazen is mega handy, but they don't grow on trees those big units, no, those hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty kilo lads that can do it. I mean, all. how much would Bath love someone like him? Oh yeah, or even again, Stuart Barnes said recently, he said, "What about Joe Thock and a singer at twelve? I mean. It, it, who knows I mean it's one of those things that's you like, could well, but you, you also you need a distribution game as well that's the only issue yeah. like he'll give you gain line and you can move him in at 12 or set piece but you know, he you might be really good at distributing I've never seen yeah, him do it may, maybe you're right um, yeah. Ratuni Yarawa Ratuni Yawara yeah love watching big him. business mate name yeah is he is massive business. he is massive but he's exactly what you want in the second he's round. a proper player every week proper player just Ratuni like Ratuni Yarawa. Ratuni Yarawa. Yeah, or as his mates call him, Appy. Yeah. Or Big Biz. Um, Manny Eigen. Yeah, I mean, that really interesting to watch Mitchell and Kerr as well. Kerr got a fifth yellow card for the season. Or I know. I can't remember. He's a great he's a cover thug. tackle on he's Mitchell. He's to the game. Um, he's too violent. What a tackle. How's he doing on the um, on the old musical show? I saw him, I saw the first episode when he did The Great Showman. What was it like? Yeah, it was all right. Okay. Um, Got some balls. Problem with that, that Tommy. Yeah, I know. I confidence not an issue there. I don't reality TV. Mm. That's not true. SAS Who Dares Wins. I watch. Haven't started this series yet, but I don't. Not consciously. I just sometimes someone people often ask me, "Have you seen that?" And the answer is always no when it's reality TV. So, did you ever watch Big Brother originally? I did at the start when Craig from Liverpool was yeah. on it. Um, Love Island. I was, did celebrity, celebrity Big? No, I never watched that. Celebrity Love Island, uh, Celebrity Big Brother. I was turned off by. Um, um, I don't want to get any hate mail here, but I remember. Don't. don't. No, I won't bother. But okay. seeing someone on it, and I was just like, "Oh, okay. that's they're behaving really unpleasantly." Um, I'm not going to watch that anymore. I find it a bit painful. All right. Um, he was good though. He, yeah, he was. was yep. Yeah. Uh, right. Should yeah. we should we try and wrap this up now with the Champions Cup? Prediction for this weekend. So Munster to lose in Munster. Who's I'm saying Munster. I'm saying Munster. Joey Carberry's been playing really well. Recently. La Rochelle Montpellier. I'm going. I'm saying La Rochelle. La Rochelle. Leicester Leinster. Now Leinster got beaten twice out in South Africa in the URC, but they took a obviously a weakened squad out did. there for two weeks, resting a lot of their players. It's the Irish way, fella. I'll say Leinster. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say Leicester. I'm going to say Leicester. I'm going to yeah. say it. And Racing and Sale. Racing. Racing Sale. Uh, Racing. Mm. Um, Racing. Yep. There we are. Yep. All I right. hope I'm wrong on that one, but I don't think I am. I don't think we are. Um, all right, boy. Look, well done today. Yeah. Well, no, well done you because I know uh, you've got a lot going on with your build. And your plug sockets and your, your barbecue area, which looks fantastic, mate. I'm really proud of you. Oh, it's good. Did a porchetta the other night. Oh, oh mate. Really? Well, I did a coat de boeuf as backup and a porchetta. Yep. So I got the coat de boeuf from Field and Flower. Yep. Did that on the Somerset Grill over the over the log, over the embers. Amazing. Mm. And then um, did on the Kamado Joe, I did a, got the jotisserie out and did yep. a porchetta that I got from um, Green Street at Butcher's Down in Bath. Oh, fella. Just, Aww. I woke up, I woke up. Monday morning, so I'm never eating again. And I had bacon, 
chicken for breakfast. I've had pork every day. <laughs> I've had pork nine ways every day for four years now. I love the pork field and flower sausages, just the farmhouse ones. They're, they're my treat. Had them last night. <laughs> had them last night. Are uh, they your golf sausages? Yeah. I cook them for the boys and I turn up and we've got three sausages each wrapped in foil. Oh, what a lad. I had a coke to birth last night as well. Delicious. I've got some, do you know what I've got? I've got some beef shin. I'm going to do a curry or a chili. With some, oh, lovely. That with sounds some lovely. Beef shin, so I cannot wait. Let's not go, will you? Oh, yep. just finished. I just finished The Thief, His Wife and the Canoe on ITV. Did you like? Yeah, amazing story. Just yep. wild, just crazy. Um, Unbelievable. Peaky Blinders finished it. Sensational ending. Okay. A really good show. Have you seen it? No, I'm on Ozark, the second series. On the second part of the fourth yep. series now. Me too. I've just, I've just finished part one last night, Tommy. It's just brilliant, Ozark. It's so good. Yep. yep. So good. And... Peaky Blinders ending. Oh, it's just it's just fantastic. Mate. I Absolutely. might just watch the last episode. Yeah, do that. Um, all right, fella. Look, keep going. All right, you're a good kid. Okay, um, I'm off on holiday this week, so oh, I'll see you next is it week. is it a bye week? Do bye week? Could be. Could Have a great time, be. fella. I'll be thinking of you. Send me some pictures. All right, the white bits. All right, we'll do, mate. That's all of it. Nice one. Um, any pictures of your wife? See you, mate. Bye bye. 